Hi, this is Pastor Richard, and I welcome you to my next episode on my new podcast. While I'm writing this, it is raining in our area. We praise God, because without rain, plants will not grow. We can do all the weeding we want, but plants need water. It is good for us to water our plants, but no one waters them like a good rain shower. Another important mode of gardening is the spring pruning. Now, what is pruning? Well, for those who don't know, pruning is when you selectively remove branches from a plant. The goal is to remove unwanted branches and improve the plant's structure and direct new and healthy growth. Now, why is pruning necessary? John 15 describes Jesus as the true vine and God the Father as the gardener. Those who abide in Christ are the branches, that is, the true Christians. Two very important things are mentioned in verse 2. First, these branches that are dead are removed. I pray that this isn't you. Secondly, those branches that are alive are pruned so that they will bear more fruit. When watered, a plant produces many new shoots, sometimes too many. So the gardener cuts off a few of the good shoots to shape the plant and to ensure that the shoots remaining produce well. Removing dead or sickly branches ensures that the nutrients brought up from the roots go directly and fully to producing the fruit on the healthy branches, rather than getting used up by the unhealthy or extra branches. In the Christian life, God wants us to be focused on producing fruit. We see this in Galatians 5 verses 22 and 23. I encourage you to go look it up. Using the gifts of the Spirit, that he has given us, we produce that fruit. Therefore, he prunes us, removing a little bit here and there in order to help us produce better and more. Sometimes what he removes we understand as bad or extra, but other times we wonder, why is God removing it? We think, there's nothing wrong with that branch. We must remember that God is the perfect gardener, and he knows best what we need to produce as he intends. A wise vine dresser doesn't let his fruit grow wildly on its own. In order to produce the best fruit, we must follow the established rules by pruning away, cutting away dead or overgrown branches to encourage growth. Writer Paul Tautkes gives five reasons for the pruning. First, so we bear more fruit. Second, we become more dependent on God. Third, to assure us of our salvation. Fourth, to better answer more of our prayers. And fifth, so we can better glorify God. So when is this pruning happening? Well, with plants, we're told spring is the best time to do most of your pruning. Because then, the plants can best recover and grow again. But the question is, which part of spring? Plants that flower on new wood can be pruned in early spring, just as the new growth begins. This leaves them plenty of time to recover from the pruning and still create flower buds that bloom that season. Leviticus 25 describes pruning as a regular process for six years. It is then that the land and the plants are to be given a break or a Sabbath rest. The Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land that I give you, 
The land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years you will sow your field, and for the six years you will prune your vineyard and gather its fruits. But in the seventh year there will be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You will not sow your field or prune your vineyard. The pruning that happens in the Christian's life is a regular process of removing things that we do not know need, needed to be removed for the betterment of our spiritual growth. Pruning often happens during our trials because suffering is a prime time for the revelation of the idols in our hearts. We can't really grow spiritually and turn away from our idolatry if we can't identify our own idols. But you may ask, what if pruning is painful? Well, very often the process of pruning is painful. But when it is done in spring, then the plant can recover and become stronger. James 1, 2-4 explains why we should be glad for the pain. Count it all joy, my brothers, when we meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Just like when you're working out with exercise, pain is meant to make us stronger and more beautiful. Paul explains to the Roman believers that this process is meant to make us more like Christ in the image of the one to whom we are grafted. Romans 8, 28-30 says, We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And to those whom he called, he also justified. To those whom he justified, he also glorified. The pruning of our lives, though painful, brings about better character and more glory for the one who continues to abide in Christ. When God chastens believers, he trains us in righteousness, and he does so motivated by love and a familial commitment. Sometimes this includes enduring painful consequences of our sinful words and deeds, which he ultimately has the wisdom to discern. However, he only does this for those who truly belong to him. False believers are not disciplined because they're illegitimate children. God does not punish his children. He prunes them and he trains them. Are you God's children or child? Then you can look forward to that pruning and that training. God is doing a work of pruning in your life. Snip, snip. You need to learn two things. First is to recognize that the pain is pruning, and it's a good thing. Second is to learn what it is God is pruning from your life and why. Let us be good branches bearing much fruit for the glory of God. God bless. We'll talk to you next time.